everybody, Blake with Marvel.com here, and we have another very special guest on the show today, uh, the actor Willem Dafoe. Uh, one of his many roles he played in the Spider-Man franchise with Tobey Maguire. He's been in so many other great things. Uh, for this one, we got to talk about his new film, Dog Eat Dog, which also stars the great Nicolas Cage. Uh, so stay tuned. Um, so my first question is, you murder somebody in the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah. Uh, Got to start somewhere. <laughs> so what, I guess, I mean, you and Paul have worked together, what, seven films? Yeah. I'm sure you've been asked this a hundred times, but is that kind of what draws you to work on these projects or the script? Or, um, uh, it's always a combination of things. Uh, in, in this case, you know, I, I think I was a little resistant. Um, uh, Initially, because I thought, oh, bad guy, extreme character, crazy. But then, but then I read it, and I really liked how he talked, and I liked this kind of thing that he's, the character's a big contradiction because he's wildly brutal, but among his, uh, his friends, he's like needy and is looking for love and talks some new age uh, philosophy. And, you know, he's, he's a guy that's struggling. And I thought there was something uh, touching and weird about that that, that uh, contradiction. And you added kind of a, like some loyalty aspects to it as well. I mean, where where did you kind of come up with the that character though in the first place? Well, you know, I think you know it's 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 kind of a classic character. You know, the alienated guy that um, you know, feels his alienation so acutely that when he gets in certain situations where uh, that gets so intense, he acts out mm. and acts out in very horrible ways, which pushes him even further away. And it makes him even more alienated because he's stepping further and further away from the civilized world. Um, so he's a tragic figure. So, and this is really sort of a black comedy. So, I liked trying to find the tone, and in my imagination, playing the scenes, you know, it's something that you can uh, really get involved in. And because the, the actions are strong, and the relationships are strong, and the emotions are strong. And another thing, too, when I was watching it, I haven't seen a movie kind of like that in a while. Am I wrong? I mean, I... I don't know. You know, we, we tried to... The, the basic premise is kind of recognizable, and it could be a very tired movie, but... Uh, I think it's a low-budget movie. We had very modest resources, and that kind of guided us to make it in a very specific way. The fact that we made it in Cleveland covered it. The fact that the, the source material, even though we kind of went away from it, it was from a different period, but we knew we didn't want to make a period movie. So there were all these things that guided us to make a very specific kind of movie. And I think also we didn't know how comic it was. And only through doing it and through the extremeness of it did we realize, uh, you know, it was basically a, a dark comedy. And I guess, I mean, finding the... I mean, you don't like to guide people too much and tell them what they're going to see, but I think they can relax that this is not your usual um, uh, philosophical <laughs> uh, Paul Schrader movie. Uh, what was it like working with Nick? Have you, have you guys worked I with I have, uh, mm. Wild at Heart. Oh, of course, was, of which course. Which was really... Um, a lot of fun, and I like Nick a lot. And he, you know, he's a very, um, he's a, he, he really loves cinema. He loves acting. 
He is always bringing stuff to the table. He pushes very hard to try to invent stuff and, and make it fresh. And, and, and he also has this kind of sweet, you know, feeling for his fans and, and the public, you know. He wants to give them something fun, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I like him. He's, uh, he works hard. He's got stuff, and uh, he's good company. So I, I was happy to be work, working with him. And you kind of talked about it a little earlier, but kind of like you and Paul, what keeps you coming back together with well, each other? Well, you know, every film is different, and also I've worked with him in different capacities. Mm. Sometimes I've been the central character. Sometimes I've been a secondary character. Sometimes I even did one film where I was basically a cameo. Um, so that's always different, and he also makes different kind of movies. But the essential Paul is the same. He's um, an interesting thinker, and uh, he also I like his kind of cool approach to very hot, emotional uh, topics. Mm-hmm. That combination is very appealing to me because you don't just get swept up in the um, the heat of it. The heat is there, so you're engaged. But there's a slight distance, so you can kind of experience it, but also um, it challenges you, uh, your thinking, in a way that I like. So it's not it's not overly, uh, you know, intellectual, but his approach is is has a little distance to it because that's how his mind works, and I think that makes for interesting movies. And for for fans who like, I'm always bad about like you know telling people to watch a movie but like i said the, the first five minutes when you do that thing i was like you I'm know in. what it is I'm strapped in i'm going <laughs> yeah. kind of tease the film for for people who want to check it out ah you know like you i i'm i'm much better on the other side of the, ca- <laughs> <laughs> the other side of the camera just doing it not trying to pitch it but you know i think it's about these three guys they're they're criminals and uh they're you know they're their time is limited and they're you know they know this is their last chance to hope to make the big score and get out it's an old story mm-hmm. and it's a lot about their relationship and uh, things go terribly wrong <laughs> and uh you know it 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 has resonances with you know what's wrong with you know they they they're on the bad end of a lot of things in our society and while that's not pointed at or or even spoken about, or necessarily um, the reason why we made the movie. It has some, even though it's a fun ride, it's got some content because it's not totally just about the splash. It's it's rooted in something. Mm -hmm. And I got to ask, since this is Marvel, if your character had a superpower, what would it be and why? My character? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) If he had a superpower... You mean like what? What one would he want to have? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good twist. I don't know. Well, his 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 thing is about having acceptance. So, I he's basically would want to be heroic. He would want to do something that people would love him for. So, I suppose just like any superhero, he'd want to be uh, do something uh, for the benefit of humanity. <laughs> so, however, he could do that. That would be uh, something he'd be interested in. On that note, is that kind of what he was missing? Like, if if you could pick, like, just one thing he's missing that he would fill him. He's missing what everybody's missing, you know. Uh, but his problem is the way he's living is he's 
he's drug addicted and he's totally alienated from society because he's 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 really a, a deep down um he's a guy that lives in in a prison uh he, he takes that with him everywhere he goes so i think he's just finding out how to um live in this world and feel decent mm -hmm. you know I gotta ask too, since I mean, after all these years you've been in, in the Spider-Man films, has have any funny stories since then? Like fans coming up to you? Oh, lots of things. I mean, <laughs> the, you know that movie. People talk to me about all kinds of movies because you know I've been doing this for a little while and I've make made all kinds of movies. But Spider-Man is the one movie that uh, people consistently consistently bring up. You know, uh, people are sweet about it. You know, some people uh, usually let me know that. You know, they really wanted the Green Goblin to take out Spider-Man, <laughs> which is kind of a weird kind of uh, compliment, I guess. Uh, but no, I, that was a really good experience. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good movie. So, and uh, finally, how can fans check out uh, Dog Eat Dog? How do they check it out? It, uh, it opens in uh, New York and L.A. on the 4th. And then the 11th, it opens in 10 cities. I don't know which cities. And then uh, also it becomes available on a lot of the platforms like, uh, you know. Apple. And, yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. Well, cool. Thanks for taking the time. So, this is awesome. Yeah. All right. Great. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, I also want to thank Willem for his time and Katrina over at her PR firm who are repping the film. Uh, everybody check out the, the film Doggy Dog. This is Marvel, your universe.